Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music. For all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com/newsadfree. That's amazon.com/newsadfree to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. I'm sorry to cut you off. But there is something that I remember that happened that nobody knows about, and I'm going to bait it out now, yeah? And one thing that people don't really talk about um, is that you, Michael, I feel like you carried that shirt for so long. Yeah, my, but my back's still hurting. Right! <laughs> Inject it, do you understand? My But guys, today I have with me Priscilla and Mike from Love Island Winter, who have, you know, honoured me with their grace and have honoured me with themselves. So, yeah. I've come to you today with no makeup, no nothing. You have to take me quarantine edition. Listen, I don't mind at all. How are you guys doing? Yeah, we're Good. blessed. Hey, Murad, your skin's looking fresh. You're yeah. looking radiant. Right. Right. Yeah. looking radiant. You see as well, right? I see you guys living, in your best, living your best lives in your hotels. Again, them hotel deals, them coins. <laughs> we were trying, boy. I do know what, I, I felt like we needed a much needed break, so I just took her out for a nice little, nice little getaway. Yes. You did well, you did well. I don't know why I'm interviewing Islanders now, I just started doing it. Because I was talking to Justine and them, and I was like, and then I interviewed them out of nowhere, Caleb and then, and then obviously Cynthia from the show, so I thought, right, let me just hit, hit you guys up. Like, how can I miss you guys? Long overdue. I feel like you. It is, you know. But yeah. I don't know why I wasn't doing it. I don't understand. But I thought, let me just quickly just like get into the situation. 20, 30 minute interviews, and obviously, you know, because it's just solidly on positivity, realness, and just how you guys are doing. Because that is the main focus. And I feel like you two are still together, which is amazing. You guys have broken so many people's expectations. I think that is the key word. Nobody really expected it, and I feel like you guys are doing amazing. Now, first and foremost, how has life been since Love Island? Since that intense journey? Because Love Island was a long time ago. It was back in January, February. It's been a very hot minute. So much has happened, but how have you guys been? How has life been since? Life's been good, I can't lie. It's been, it's been a whirlwind. A lot has happened, like mm-hmm. you said. Obviously, Love Island was a while ago now, but it's, it's just been, it's been a weird and wonderful year yeah i think that's a great way to put it weird and wonderful because mm. obviously we've all had the coronavirus the lockdown the pandemic right. it's impacted everyone However, yeah. i feel like we've still had those little gems like we've had that the little times where we're able to come out of lockdown and go out or we'll go somewhere and people will be like hi guys and it's just nice to see yeah, that yeah. people are just so happy to still see us or see us together and things i remember we had a bike ride we was literally riding home because the um, there was so much traffic where we where I live 
So it was like, let's just get on Boris bikes. And there was literally a girl in her car. She started hooting and she was like, Micah Priscilla, I'm so happy to see you guys. No, that was lovely. So yeah. And obviously the opportunities that have come our way as well. Yeah. We, we can't, you know. We can't, we can't forget that We can't one. forget those. <laughs> you guys should have been in the final. I've been saying it. I'm saying it now. It is what it is. The show's ended now. But you guys should have been there. At least in the top three, guaranteed, is where you guys should have established yourselves. Because one thing about you, Priscilla, is once, because you came into the, com um, the competition a little bit late, Casa more. But one thing about you is that you really upheld yourself and you didn't change yourself for anyone in that villa. You were like, this is who I am. Take me as I am or don't take me as well. I'm not going to adapt myself to anybody, whether it be Michael or anybody else in the villa. You made your friends in the villa and you just were yourself from day one till the day you left. And that in itself, I feel like, was refreshing. I do feel like you're one of the strongest cast and more contenders to come out of the show and, you know, very memorable. And I just feel like that in itself was amazing. And I feel like you really were just yourself. And I feel like I, it's, it sounds overrated, being yourself and so forth, but it's very hard to maintain yourself when you're in a new environment. But I do feel like, you know, whenever you were upset or something or you had an issue, whether we were Mike or anyone, you would just communicate. You know, yeah. there would be no drama, none of this huffing and puffing. You would just communicate clearly about what is going on. Obviously, that just shows maturity. And Michael would just sit there and he would listen. And again, maturity from both ends. And I feel like communication is something that's obviously great for a relationship. And we can see that that has stood the test of time, especially when it comes to you two. And I feel like you guys were definitely one of the strongest couples in that villa. And you guys should have been in the top three, guaranteed for, from my perspective. And I've I think number one should have been ours. But you know, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned communication though, because communication was key even from the beginning for me and Chris. Precisely. Yeah, even up until now, a lot of things have been resolved. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online you'll experience the all-new Cerebral Way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. So 
lot of things have been avoided just by simply talking to each yeah, other. Talking to each other, and that's definitely one of the reasons why we've remained so strong. Be crazy, and I drive him crazy. Like the Lord knows, He honestly knows, because we're like any other couple. But I think the thing that we just do well is we actually talk. Like He will pull me up. He'll be like, "Okay, you're acting some kind of way," and I'll be like to him, "You're acting childish." Like how you do, 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 do. and that's the best part about it. Once it's squashed, it's actually squashed. That's well. the thing. And people have this expectation that if you communicate with somebody, it might be drama, you're scared, it's better just to avoid it and put it in a box. But both of you are like, especially in the show, you demonstrated clear maturity, the foundations of what a relationship is. And you guys, you know, were compatible for each other because you guys were able to communicate your issues and anything that would, any hurdle that came your way. And I feel like these type of attributes that people show and demonstrate as contestants on a show like this and I'm, you know, standing the test of time should be gearing the word towards the final. So it was, I guess I, I was definitely shocked. And I'm, a lot of people were shocked when you guys didn't make that. And I feel like, you know, I feel like you guys were a better replacement than Demi and Luke, um, whatever, no shade, no tea to them. You know, hopefully <laughs> they will be successful in their own right, whatever they're doing. But I do feel like <laughs> you two should have been in this. Definitely at least pole position, as you guys say, but definitely in the top three. That's what I feel. But how have you guys been since during lockdown? Has, has the lockdown been a stress to your relationship? Or has it been like a blessing in disguise or maybe a mixture of both? I think a mixture of both. For one, I feel like we were always, we got used to being around together, living together. But that was with the luxury of having lunch and dinner catered for us or people cleaning up right. after us. And I feel like when we came out, it's like, although we saw all our flaws and habits in there, it was kind of like, it was amplified to its real form now that we came out so there was still some adjusting because he knows that i'm always like babe you did this or you didn't do that so oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) i think he learned how much i can nag (laughs) (laughs) which is terrible and then but i'm bad as well because when it comes down to things what am i bad at babe we talk about communication her communication at first was terrible no but think about it my communication <laughs> think I'm, about it <laughs> it's different when it comes to problem solving i'm very good but my day-to-day communication uh, yeah, I'm, talking, I'm, I'm, on, I'm on a more basic like basic like human hi, level how, how, you doing? how you doing good morning replying to messages you know what i mean i was terrible <laughs> oh, yeah, i was like let me put my phone away and reply back to the next <laughs> because she would she would read my messages it would, and leave me on red. Oh, not red. No. More like high. I would have been in the moment, so I would have seen it, and then. Nah, don't don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Because you, you know, it's not just me that's a victim of her lack of. A victim, a whole victim. I've attested that, but but in her defence, she has dramatically improved. She's she's, she's yeah. a lot better now. Give my flowers. Yeah, well done. Uh-huh. <laughs> right, you guys are, that's the thing, you guys are working on any weakness that may be a weakness or strength to strength and you guys are even able to have this open dialogue even right here, right now and not feel some type of way about it or some kind yeah. of way of this. That in itself I feel like is very healthy. Have you guys watched back your time on the show? Yes. And you guys have, how have you guys felt about it? Yeah, now, do you know what, now, now that the dust has settled, people are now comfortable back settled into their lives i i definitely feel a type of way about some of the other islanders i definitely feel a type of way about how the show was edited correct priscilla's a very nice person so 
she she won't outright say it, but the fact of the matter is Priscilla in the villa was so integral. And I'm not even just saying that because I'm I'm her man. I'm saying it because it's facts. And the fact that she was almost kind of edited out to make it seem like she was just a just there almost at some time. That's what it came across. It was was frustrating. It's true, because I watched it back and I was like, what show? (laughs) What is life? And I noticed that the only times that I was kind of like highlighted was my blonde wig and then when I'm like putting it on mic or telling Mike or addressing the issue. Mm. Other than that, I just feel like, yeah, I was just... Yeah, and then even sticking on the whole editing as well, even with me... Even now, Murad, even now, I still get, because I feel like some countries, they've got it late, so mm. places oh. like London and Ukraine, they're now just starting yeah. to work. Yeah, so like, I'm getting messages from, this. like, people from, like, Sweden saying, are oh, you a game player? I'm like, well, well, come on now. If you, if you, if you look at my current relationship, wow. you know that the whole thing is just fabricated. But yeah. it, I, I was just annoyed at the fact that they... They went out of their way, in my opinion, to almost make me look better. It was easier to show me for what I truly was in the villa yeah. rather than for you to edit me badly. But because yeah. I was edited badly, and then I'm also a black man as well, so you're adding to the narrative of a black man being a game player, moving from girl to girl, which, in my opinion, was wrong. But And I feel like they didn't really, although I was there, they didn't really showcase your transition. And that's the thing, though. I felt like with Mike, but even watching it and being in it, when you were with the one person, you was always focused on that one person. It wasn't mm-hmm. like you're here, but you're looking left and right exactly. and up and down. And I feel like if they kind of showcased our relationship, they would have actually been able to see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because, yes, because a good point, actually, what you said, because the last few weeks before you guys obviously departed the show, we didn't see that much of you in comparison to the other couples. Normally they show a lot of the couples you know, to show who's stronger and who not, the final four, who's going to be the four. Pretty much you can tell who the four should be. And you were definitely part of that component because you were one of the established couples. And we didn't see much of you guys, let alone the negative editing that either you got Priscilla and Casa Amor or you got throughout the show, Mike, from day one. Speaking about Casa Amor, that was also a big shock to me because my family and friends were so surprised that they didn't know I was going to make it into the villa. So they were excited, but... From the se- even the second day, like they called us mum and dad of the villa, like we were written off. It was kind of like, don't talk to Priscilla, don't talk to Mike, because they're already an established couple. Like everyone knew, they was like, yeah, we're going back. It was, it, was, it was known from early that, Casa, that, me and, that me and Pris were going to come back. But obviously to you guys watching, yeah. it almost made it seem like I had left it till last minute, minute. to make up a decision. These yeah. times, me and Priscilla were the first established couple in Casa. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that's like, it was so crazy. Yeah, so you're coming out and hearing that from our friends and family, we were like, nah. What was that, huh? What? <laughs> what are you on about? That's crazy that you guys are coming out of the show and you're like, things happen a completely different way. Yeah. But what people are thinking, then it's like, are we watching two different shows? Like, that in itself is a mind fuck for like you guys as contestants coming out of a show and you're portrayed completely different and there's a whole different reality to what is being presented. That part is actually very mad. One of the big ones that I still can't live down here, and I think I'm just going to be forever bitter about this one, is was the whole moving on from Leanne situation. Right. But they made it seem like the very next day, I just all of a sudden had a revelation and said, oh, I'm going to go for Jess. When in actual fact, 
I had waited a, a good few days and then I had to be spoken to by producers and they obviously, they speak to you on a regular basis, you know, they want to know your mindset and they had spoken to me and they were like, okay, now we feel like we just want to get to know who you'd want to speak to. And initially I had only told them that the person who I'm friends with, who I could potentially see something moving on a romantic level was Jess. Because at the time she was the only other person who I remotely showed an interest in and that was because I got stolen. But they made it seem like, nah, next that's day. That's the thing, yeah. Because and you... he moving. And then from there, it, also, it, just, it just fitted that gameplay and narrative that they were pushing. And I was, I was annoyed and I was frustrated because those kind of things have had a knock-on effect on my life moving forward. Obviously, if you, I've come out now. I was one of the original cast members. However, you can see that my following doesn't reflect some of the other original cast members mm. and also opportunities that come just based off... The hiccup in your journey. The hiccup in my journey, yeah. And me constantly having to overcome that and letting people know my actual character, my true nature. It's been a, it's been a battle. Um, so, so that's something that I've, I've definitely had to kind of combat. That's the thing, because when I was reviewing it, I was like... At first, I was like, Mike is one game player. Because the thing is, what is going on? One minute you're here, the next minute you're jumping there. And this is the thing is, we can only go by what we're shown. So mm -hmm. the ultimate people that are doing all this are the producers for what they want to show us because the audience get duped into believing one thing and believing that you're this or that you're that. And, and it's just, it's really unfair when you come out because you've just been, there's a whole character defamation where you've just been damaged and this is what you're associated with or, you know, this or people think that when it comes to the Leanne thing or this, and it's very unfair. Because that's like the Sophie thing, because remember, I was part of the audience first. So I remember when they messaged the Sophie thing, when we was playing the headlines challenge, and there was like four girls. So I was obviously like, yeah, I'm Sophie. But everyone else was just like, Sophie? Yeah. What are you on about? <laughs> yeah. So it was never even a thing in the house. It, we were all baffed. Everywhere, even I was like, huh? Like, yeah. Nobody knew what was going on. So it was almost like even producers kind of were like, oh, crap. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, because like, everyone, because I was like, yeah, and you like, you wanted to leave to Sophie, you tried to talk to Sophie, and they, everyone in the house was just like, what? See, that's crazy. That is crazy, because again, it's back to that reality. Your reality of watching the show was different to what you were on on the show. So what are we even watching? That's the thing now. That's, it makes me worry now, coming forward future seasons, if I need to review XYZ, maybe you are the game player that, we th that I think you are, or this or that. Or maybe you're not cheating with this person because you don't know what's been, or, you know, fed to you. It leads on to my next question. Was there anything on the show that occurred that we did not see? Ha. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, I, for the sake of my peace, it? my peace of mind, I... I, I won't say what exactly happened. However, I will say there was a lot of stuff happened and one particular serious incident in my case oh. that, I, that I witnessed and that I heard. And I would have liked ITV in general and I would have liked Love Island to have handled that. But they didn't. And instead, it will probably never even come out, which is, for me, a shame. Oh. But there were certain things that happened. In wow. That was something major that you just dropped. I was thinking yeah, nah, because I, I pray I pray one day when I'm on a different level of fame or or like knowing the tea that I could come out and say it. But for now, let's just, just say it was a racial incident. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. That's just sad to hear. Yeah. That's sad. That's the only word I can have a response. I'm not surprised. 
but yeah. um, it's just sad. Was there anything else that was minor that took place in the ship? Yeah, good or bad, either way. I think I minded my business. Like, honestly, if it wasn't my business, I was just, I, I wasn't in the know. Right, Priscilla was not involved. She was like, peace. Like, yeah, I'm not involved. You know, you were like that. that was so me. If I didn't have to have a conversation. That's a good way to be there. Just doing me. Because one thing I don't like to do is force a situation. So sometimes I just felt like, because I remember when I got in the house, in the main villa like the second night i remember i was looking at the mirror doing my makeup and i felt like i just wanted to cry because i was like this feels like such a forced situation and it's not me to force anything so i just had to come to the realness of like what we're doing sometimes it's, it's just it's, it's an artificial world and to me that was so like i get it but there was it just felt so bizarre at the same time like it's like you have so much freedom, but your freedom is so restricted at the same time. So I just had to come to terms with it. But yeah, so when I just was like, I'm not going to force anything that doesn't need to be forced. So when I had to mind my business, I mind my business. Like when it comes down to things, like even talking to Shanice, I think the first time me and her actually had a one-on-one -on -one conversation that was probably genuine. Oh, I'm sorry to cut you off, but there is something that I remember that happened that nobody knows about. And I'm going to bait it out now, yeah? So Demi and Luke gets him together. Right. They make it seem like it was Luke T and Shawnice that set that up. That's a lie. It was me. I was the one who put Demi and Luke, Luke M together and they completely edited that out. Really? Didn't show none of it. I was integral to that. And I'm sure if you ask Luke M about coming, speaking to me, asking for advice on that, and speaking to Demi as well, they will they yeah, will testify to that. And that was completely it. not shown. So I feel like I, I was done a disservice. <laughs> I was, I was done a disservice. Show. Throughout the show, because it, that wasn't the first time. I just said the whole Leanne situation, it would have made it seem like you were jumping from Leanne to this um, to the, one of the twins the next day. And that wasn't how it seemed. And again, if you're playing an integral part in building somebody's relationship on the show, you effectively help them get to the final. And that yeah. wasn't shown. At least, at least let them show you helping them get to the final as opposed to at least helping. <laughs> exactly. you know what I mean? You're not getting me in the final. At, least, at the very least, yeah. show how they really got to the final. But, then... but I feel like that was our part in the villa. Like, I was a lot of the girls' wing girls, especially when it came to Molly and Callum. Mm. Um, I feel like their whole like relationship, I was like Molly's hype girl. Basically, the, my blonde wig, the girl's nickname, Patricia, so anytime that the girls needed advice or talk about talking to the girls, they'll be okay. like, they'll be like, let's channel Patricia, like, and I'll just have to give them. Subtle results, still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia 
gravis or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Just like, it's like, what would Patricia do? But like, I was always like, Molly, Natalia. I remember even once they made me talk to Shauna and I was like, why am I talking to Shauna? Like, I didn't get it. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah. So I was That's definitely funny. like a lot of their 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 wing women, women. Yeah, we're, we're yeah. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that was my little role in the house. Okay, that's for Shona, bro. That one. That's a whole other story as well. <laughs> <laughs> but you're funny, man. You're actually funny. Like, <laughs> you're a comedian. When you mention Shona or anybody else from the show, or that you may not be. So that was leading to my next question. Are you in touch with anybody from the show? From your season? Yeah. Okay, like the ones, the ones that I actually genuinely like are the ones that I still speak to. That's nice. And, yeah, so like people like Jamie, for example, he's. Mm. I, I feel I feel bad for Jamie because Jamie was one of the, the great nicest people, like one of the nicest characters that I've ever met. And mm. because of the situation that he came into, kind of similar to um, what's his face, Gregory. Yeah, Gregory. Yeah, he just he was just thrown in at the last minute to basically come. It's and save hard. Him. Yeah. Unfortunately, Shauna fumbled the bag, didn't clock that Jamie was there for her, her to win the show, her Greg, and she messed up. And, you Point. know, because of that, Jamie had to go, but he was a lovely character, so I still mm. keep in touch with him. I speak to Jordan, um, speak to Chad um, sometimes. Yeah, but... They, yeah. I'm bad at communication, so <laughs> I'm blessed with a lot of them, but it's Eva. Eva's my girl. She will be like, you didn't message me in da 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 days. I'm like, I'm sorry, girl. Right, because yeah. you, guys, you guys came in together to the show. So that exactly. helped massively when you're all in that process, whether it be an OG or Casa Amor and so forth. But before we go into more to Love Island, we need to talk about that party that you held for Michael, Priscilla. That party was amazing. <laughs> Stressful party. <laughs> it, well, yeah, I know. It's stressful with COVID and all of this regulations and the managers are like screaming, you can't do this, you can't stand up. It's a lot. But I feel like you held it together and it came out so well. It did really well on your channel as well. I feel like both of those videos. And I feel like Michael looked great. He was proper surprised. And I felt like the way you did it all during the midst of COVID, mm-hmm. like it worked well when, when like the restrictions were decreased and we were allowed to do all, all of that stuff prior to second lockdown. It all just seemed amazing. But how long did that take for prep? Like, so I think I started prepping like two months in advance. Wow. Okay. Yeah, because I was just like, well, maybe like a month. Like I started going out to buy his presents and stuff like that, and like making connections. Um, obviously, I was like, I'm trying to get this apartment because the first part was the apartment as cheap as possible. So the more in advance I buy it, I book, I book, I book it, the cheaper it's going to be, and then everything and then we started looking at venues going to different venues and things like that but the biggest thing is although i did like all the venue preparation and stuff like that the venue still pulled out on the thursday and the party was saturday so <laughs> it's like all my hard work kind of went away but um yeah my events planner um the say event she managed to get me another venue and it still worked out but literally if it wasn't for her i think i would have just given up i would have been like yeah 
throw the racket and I'm, I'm done. It was but amazing. I was actually surprised. I was genuinely surprised. No That's the hardest part. If you're planning in two months in advance and he had no idea what was going on. That's extremely yeah. difficult to handle, but it came out so well. I know. And now mine's coming and he's trying to plan something and I'm like, no, don't do it. When's your birthday? December 7th. December the 7th. That's right after the lockdown. Right. Uh, if, we, if it doesn't get extended, I think it will though. I think it will be extended till March. This is what these guys are saying because furloughs until March or something, I don't know. I think, I think they're going to decrease over Christmas. Everybody's going to go out again and then the cases are going to rise up. Yeah, but I feel like if they're going to let us out by Christmas, when it comes to New Year's, they're probably going to be like, no, lockdown again. That's crazy, you know? So and mad. everyone's getting fined 10K fines for gatherings or this fine, this fine. They're just handing them out. Yeah, no, I'm good. <laughs> well, I, I, I got because I've been filming a show at my house these past couple of days and I was getting DMs like ah oh, you shouldn't be allowed to do that da, da, da. Really? Listen, this is work honey we're right. working, we're working. <laughs> <laughs> this is work boo boo right. <laughs> yeah no, so I had to let them know Michael you did mention earlier in the interview that you faced obviously a battle going on the show I feel like you're also facing a battle outside of the show whilst you were in the villa and of course, you know, we had all these news outlets who were doing the absolute most of what they were saying and these stupid narratives and so forth. And of course, I was like, you know what, there's no way I'm going to let this happen. So I was obviously throwing you support from the outside. But when you realized about all of this going on, when you left the villa, I assume that's when you found out, how did you even manage to cope and react with that? Because that was a whole different battle that I felt like it was just disgusting that they were trying to do. So, so it was, it's, it's amazing, you know, because we get debriefed when we first come out of the villa, but my, because of how big it was, my brother actually called me. He, he told the producer to make sure that I'm the first person that he speaks to before he goes on his phone, before he sees anything, because obviously right. when I turn the phone on, I'm going to see all the papers and stuff. So my brother called me and he was like, listen, Mike, first of all, let me just tell you, obviously, because he came to see me in the villa as well. So he's like, well done. He's like, now, just to let you know, a lot has happened since you left the villa. And we, obviously, we know your heart, where your brothers, we know what you're like. But the reality of the situation is the police, are, the police are doing this, the media are doing that. And he just basically ran me through everything in detail. And he was like, the most important thing for you is that we genuinely know that you're an innocent person and your character is like completely opposite to what they're trying to portray you right so he so my family was just like kind of don't let it affect you mentally keep speaking to us if you have any issues try and stay away from the negativity which there was a lot i was getting depressed at one point which was crazy and it was it was it was it was completely nuts but they were like yeah don't let it affect your relationship with chris mm. and just kind of keep going and eventually it will subside and as the years gone on i've noticed Obviously, the police had nothing against me, so they dropped all their cases. Um, the gameplay and narrative slowly started to fade once people saw that me and Chris were actually genuine. Exactly. And as soon as work started picking up as well, then I feel like that's when people were like, okay, cool, maybe we kind of misunderstood this guy. Mm. So that, that's basically how I kind of I overcame all of that negativity. That was, there was a lot of negativity to come through. You had the Love Island nonsense from the producers or whatever they were doing, narratives. Then you had the newspapers. Then you had, you did a video referencing your workplace and what you went through there, you know, working there and how they just had, you dealt with so many stupid situations. And it was a lot for you to, you know, break through. So now my question is both for both of you, but how are you both doing mentally? Like just with everything 
with lockdown and with Love Island and battling through these hurdles, how are you both doing? It's a very hard question to ask. You don't know what, what you should respond with, but like, I don't know, how are you guys doing mentally? I've been, I've been okay. Like my journey in comparison to mine, I think it's mm-hmm. been a lot easier. And I could just tell, because when we came out of, and he said they debrief us, they debriefed me first. And it was like so quick. And then Mike went in and I was like, he's in there forever. So I was like, okay, cool. Obviously it must be something serious other than what I already saw from when I went out. Um, but I have been lucky to have like so many positive messages. Um, my journey has been good and there's always been people just like up, uplifting me and praising me. So I've been all right. I feel the only thing that kind of got to me would be kind of, you obviously, you want your career just to keep going upwards, but the right. whole pandemic and thing kind of just makes you so stagnant. Mm. So it's more about motivation and trying to just tell myself, keep going, like it's all right. Um, just like anyone else, because everyone's career at the moment is pretty much just, exactly. they don't know the direction. So I feel like it's just that uncertainty sometimes. You're just like, it's okay. Everyone's going through this. Just keep pushing. Because I did a lot of comparison, um, comparing myself to the other islanders, from followers to, That's to bookings and things like that. So I was always looking at their lane and being like, oh, they're doing this, but what am I doing? Because even like I said to Mike, when we had to do the Love Island, um, where because at first it was called Where Are They Now? And I was like, I don't even feel like I want to go to go to this because I feel like I have nothing to bring to the table. I have nothing to say. Like, I feel like I haven't achieved anything. So, um, yeah, but then I was just like, okay, but you've done this, you've done that. That's the thing. You, you go down this, this kind of sink of, I didn't achieve anything. I don't, I mean, you, like you said, you're, you're looking at other islanders and you're comparing yourself to this, this, that, which every islander probably does. But comparison is a thief of enjoyment. And you suddenly begin to just lose your enjoyment because you're comparing yourself to everybody. But it's hard not to. So I can see why you would do so. And I can see why you wouldn't want to go on like the Love Island updated show because you wouldn't know what to show in comparison yeah. to other couples and these people may be getting more brand deals or these people may, may be getting more because they benefit from for so many factors but i do feel that you guys have stood the test of time and have literally just everybody may have thought one thing about you and you guys have just overruled that completely and you guys are just being yourselves nothing is forced i do like the fact that as well that when it came to the reunions of your show and everything i feel like maybe the producers or just maybe the audience a lot of people were egging on this narrative or beef between you and Leanne or trying to cause something where you guys have some confrontation or argument. They really wanted that. And I feel like you demonstrated a lot of maturity as well as Leanne, but I feel like you demonstrated maturity where you, get, you didn't feed into that. You were, you know, I'm not going to give you this. It's not going to be that serious. I want to defend my man, Michael, but we're not going to be doing anything caddy or go below the belt. So I feel like that in itself I, was... I don't myself for that though, because I felt like I could have been more articulate in the way I said things because actually coming out of that she felt quite attacked right and she felt we ambushed her so I actually went up to her and I was like it's no hard feelings um if you do feel like we ambushed you or attacked you I'm more than happy to talk about talk to you at a different occasion but just understand this is the first time it has been brought up and this is the first time me and Mike are in your presence at the same time precisely it's been brought up but um I was just like, it's nothing against you, but just understand he is my man at the end of the day. So I will have an opinion on it. But um, yeah, she seems to understand it. And I'm just like, there's no point. Like, there's no point us fighting. I, have, I don't know her. I have nothing against her. Like, she, she's her. I mean, her relationship with Mike is different to what we had. So it's just, it's just like, she's another ex, but 
it's just the whole thing about us fight. It's just it's not needed. It's really it's not, not needed. needed. So I'm glad that you never there was nothing like so catty below the belt between both of you. I feel like on the reunion. It, it will always feel like an ambush, even though it's not because it's just two against one and it's the first time you guys are going to talk about it. You don't know how to say this and you're breaking the ice. You don't know. Neither, none of you guys were shouting. Nobody was aggressive. You guys were just having a conversation. I guess people will just feel like that. But um, I also admire your confidence, Michael, especially when it came out to speaking with against um, Callum or, or Connor and, you know, what happened back then and whatever got leaked and so forth and these messages. Nobody was really speaking out. Nobody was saying anything from the cast. And we were like, what is going on? We're still seeing some of the cast hang with Connor or Callum or being best of friends and so forth. And we're like, bro, what is this? I'm still shocked with till today. And I'm disappointed in certain people. But like you said, man, for me, especially everyone knows, knows how I was in the villa. So they know that I, I will just keep it 100, no filter. I feel like you've done something wrong. I will always call you out on it. And to be honest, if not for the fact that I was dealing with my own issues around that time, I would have come out. I would have come out with certain things sooner. It's all, um, It's just unfortunate that I was going through my own personal issues that I couldn't actually come out. Because I even remember watching your videos and I saw how frustrated you were. Because you were like, "Why are none, none of these islanders speaking out on Connor? Why are And I and I was watching them and I was like, "Oh my god!" If only you knew that like, I, I I had been wanting to say certain mm -hmm. things like from early, but because I have my own issues, it's like. Connor's not really, I'm not, I don't care about him like that for me to right. go above and beyond that of what I'm going through personally to come and like call you out basically. But, you know, morally wise, in terms of hanging with these people and associating myself with them, I was not ashamed to say, nah, I've disconnected from them because of you know, what you're saying and what you're doing and how I feel like I should be moving and in what direction. So I was like, yeah, that's me and that's my stance. Oh, someone is busy and booked. It's just my mom. <laughs> That's so cute. I thought it was my friend. I'm thinking, what the hell? But no, I feel like, listen, that was like, cause I remember you really spoke up against like, I kind of, and I'm thinking, I was like, finally, like someone is, but I could tell that you were, this was a long time coming for you or you felt something in you or that, you know, you guys thought you were friends or so forth and everything kind of stuff yeah. happened outside the villa that you didn't really like and so forth. But I feel like, again, when you were addressing anything related to Connor or Callum, you weren't being derogatory towards him. You weren't, you know, going below the belt again. You were very stern in what you said. You kept it short, you kept it cute, and you, and you did your thing. So that in itself as well. I feel like when addressing it again, like it, nothing was forced, nothing was doing too much. So that in itself I feel like was good. I'm just, uh, I just I, as well as all the hurdles you were going through, so I feel like on top of all of the stuff and then being the only one to really address this with your chest is something that I feel like, you know, is really good. And one thing that people don't really talk about um, is that you, Michael, I feel like you carried that shirt for so long. Yeah, my, but my back's still hurting. Right! <laughs> Inject it, do you understand? Inject it, Inject it. But that's what I'm saying. Because you really carried that show. If we deep it for a minute, like, you're one of the main characters, you're on OG, yes, but I also feel like you really demonstrated and you were invested in so many storylines. And yeah. I just feel like for someone who carries a show, you should also have been rewarded quite well and you shouldn't have been pushed to the sidelines or given this negative storyline over and over again. Because so many people thought that you were into Sophie or something like this. And like, as Priscilla said, you guys must have been shocked. And 
as opposed and then the stuff with the fact that you helped Jemmy and Luke M as opposed to Shawnice and Luke T, you did a lot as well, and that wasn't shown. But you carried that show like from day one till the day you left with so many different storylines. That's just crazy. Uh, do you know I it's I it's, oh god, I I wanna be humble, but at the same time as well, I feel like <laughs> I feel like because I did do quite quite a bit in my own right in the villa, just in terms of not I wouldn't even just say like actively going out of my way. I was just there for everyone. Mm. Now, I just wanted to be there for everyone because naturally people people kind of came to me for advice because they, I think maybe occupation-wise, because I was a police officer, they saw it as, all right, if I, if I need advice, I could probably speak to him because he's a better place to, to talk about certain things. Right, so right. I was advising people and I think the producers saw that as well, so they kind of encouraged people to speak to me more, mm. um, which then made me a, a bigger figure in the cat in the cat sorry in the cast and because of that I was able to be myself a lot more as well and kind of open up and and everybody saw my my character my jokey side my serious side and right I'm grateful for the opportunity to, for people to kind of see me in that way and know that I was influential mm. No, it was good. And also in the reunion, I know it's ages ago, but you and Sophie got into it here and there. Have you guys, are you guys amicable now? Like when you see each other here and there? We don't, we don't, see, we don't even see each other and we don't even Fair enough, lockdown, to be honest with you. Hardly no one's about. But, but like I said, with, with anybody else, I haven't, it's not that I've got any hard feelings towards anybody. I feel like we're all just doing our own thing. But personally, whereas, um, I, I just stick with the people who I know are, are 100. Right, and I, you two are definitely 100 as well. From the day Priscilla came in, I feel like you know she brought the best out of Michael. Michael, you brought the best out of Priscilla. That's what people do; like they bring the best out of each other. And I just feel like both of you are just you know yourselves. You came in, you stood the test of time, and you're just proving all the haters wrong. And I just feel like you are one of the best couples to grace the show in the entire franchise history. It is what it is; it's a fact. They can argue if they want, but it's just the reality of the situation. And I feel like you've overcame so much, Michael, from the show to this day. And I feel like, yeah, you may feel like you may not be getting much brand deals or so forth and you compare to other islanders, but I feel like you two have done extremely well from, you know, somebody who reviews the show. I feel like you guys have done amazing. So you guys should be proud of yourself. And thank you so much for gracing me with your time to do this interview. I really appreciate it. I really do. Thank you. And I know you're a busy man, daily yeah. inconsistent. So honestly, Listen. Daily and consistent, guys. <laughs> My little mug fam. <laughs> Doing the most. Okay, now, so thank you, honestly, yeah, for the bottom, and the way you supported us, and the way you supported ethnicity. Yeah. And, and just you're backing, doing a lot for you're, the yeah. show. You're like, you're like the people's voice, the Love mm -hmm. Island people's voice. And yeah. they just need to get you. Bit on the side, the podcast or something. You yeah. need to be official with this whole Love Island thing. Right. And if, but if I'm not, I'm not mad because I feel like, you know, um, they'll have you maybe try to script me or something, but I just feel like whenever the season starts now, I, I'm just there to help all the people of color, whether they're brown or black, you know, to just, to just help echo support for them. Cause I feel like that has to be there, whether it be anybody from the show. Cause I feel like people of color on these dating shows go through a lot more hurdles and it's not recognized. And it's not just on the show. It's when you guys come off the show, you face stuff that other people really, really face as well. And I just feel like it's just not fair. So I feel like there needs to be somebody in your corner 24 seven, you know, still promoting you guys, still helping you guys. You know, the show, your season ended a while ago, but I'm still here trying to help you guys and so forth. And that will continue for so long. Like, your one-day season ended up a year ago. I'm still promoting it, whether it be Amber and so forth. That has to be essential.
because I feel like people of color from these dating shows just go through a lot more hurdles. So I'm glad being the people's voice and being in your corner, just championing you guys on. Thank you. We really appreciate you. I told you, I'll support you guys. If you guys ever have merch coming out, if you ever have anything on me to promote and so forth, I'll happily do so in my videos and so forth. I'm Justine dropped some merch and so forth, promoted it for her. Like, it's totally fine for me to do that. And I will continue to do it for all islanders who I feel like are genuine, you know, are just yeah. trying to make it out there and they need all the help they can. I don't mind doing that. So you have my full support going ahead. Thank you. Thank you, man. Appreciate no you. No worries, man. I appreciate this interview and you guys taking the time. I really do. And it's, but thank you guys. And I'll catch you guys soon. See ya. Bye. Okay, bro.